Hi. Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) It never gets old, I swear. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from an old lover that just can't get you out of their mind. I could be reading from your high school teacher who was lusting after somebody. I could be reading from that next door neighbor. You know the one I'm talking about. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions or fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello, Please feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. And remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit, erotic or pornographic material, Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can also send me your confession stories or hellos to Twitter or Instagram at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162, where you'll find some really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought of the day. So I know this is a bonus episode. Um, I've been sitting on this story. And when I got it, I opened it up on my phone and I always just kind of scroll and I never read them, but this one kept going on and on and on and on. It was a tome. And Darcy and I have been lovingly calling this a tome. And if you aren't sure what a tome is, I'm going to refer you to Dr. Rick Marshall. He had a book on the New York Times bestseller list called Matt Lauer Can Suck It. It's about time warps. So <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, all joking aside, it was, we've, we've really sat on this and, and I thought, what the hell? It is a long story. A slow burner, as they say. With that in mind, you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have some Woodford, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, this is a story I wrote for an ex-partner around a fantasy she shared with me. Pleased to say, a few months later, we made it true. Enjoy. Rob. Ellis stood fully clothed in the central lounge. She looked just as she felt, incredibly sexy. She knew she was wet in anticipation before they arrived. Her mind drifted back to the evening so far and forward to what was about to happen. She had prepared carefully new lingerie, favorite shoes, and tight dress that showed off her slender figure. She enjoyed preparing herself. The wax from the day before left her mound soft and smooth. She took her time shaving her legs as she lounged in the warm bath. As she left the bath and started to dry herself, she admired her body in the full-length mirror, touching herself and enjoying the feel of her fingers on her warm skin. She slowly dressed, starting with the new lingerie he had bought for her for the occasion, a small G-string, black lace, and sheer enough to make the slit between her legs obvious, a black lace bra that barely covered her nipples and gave her breast a little oomph. 
a black lace suspender belt, and lace top stockings. She liked the way she looked and knew they would too. She slid into the shoes she knew he liked her in, the ones that he liked to fuck her in, the high heels that made her butt look so good. She looked at herself in the mirror and thought, damn, all I need now is a riding crop. She took the dress off the hanger and slid into it, silver and shiny, contrasting against the black lingerie and shoes. The dress was short, but not too short. The lace tops of the stockings just appeared at the hem, but only just. She turned and looked over her shoulder. Yes, the dress looked great. And she smiled as she bent over a little to see how it looked riding over the top of her stockings. She wanted to touch herself there, but hesitated. I should wait. There's batter in store for me tonight. They drove to the hotel in silence. He was as nervous as she. They had discussed Ella's fantasy more than once, often making love. But yet, the feeling of actually going through with it was surreal and perhaps even a little terrifying. What if something went wrong? What if they were aggressive or rude? What if worse waited her? She bit her lip as she thought through what she was going to embark on. This was new territory for her, something she had imagined many times, but never really expected to experience. They pulled up to the hotel entrance, and he handed the keys to the valet. He had chosen well, no expense spared. She carried her small handbag, and he a small briefcase. They had packed lightly, makeup, toiletries, and nothing else. Little else was needed. They walked through the lobby and straight to the lift. He was prepared too. He checked in earlier the day. No delays, no questions. Focused totally on the events that were about to unfold. They traveled up in the lift in silence, purposeful but tense. They reached the top of the floor and crossed the corridor to the door of the suite. He had chosen well. A two-bedroom suite, large lounge, bathrooms, kitchen, tastefully decorated and chic. A large coffee table was centered in the lounge. He handed her a glass of wine, poured from the bottle he had opened earlier. She sipped it and enjoyed the heady aroma of wine. He had let it breathe, and she told herself, I need to remember to breathe too. She looked around quizzically, and before she could ask, he said softly, They'll be here shortly, Ella. I thought you would like to relax a little first. He kissed her cheek and gave her a reassuring hug. It's your birthday, sweetheart. This is for you. Relax and enjoy yourself. Are you sure it's okay? She asked quietly. I feel like I'm betraying you. He looked directly at her and repeated the words, It is your birthday, sweetheart. This is for you. Thank you. This means so much, she replied. He started, As you know, I've arranged a special evening for you. We will shortly be joined by six men. You know none of them. I know none of them. And they don't know each other. They had discussed in detail. It was so important that they were strangers and that no one ever spoke of this night. Each of them has been given some guidelines, rules, if you like, that we expect them to follow. They will treat you with the utmost respect or they will be asked to leave. Are you ready for this? Yes, she replied, trembling slightly. Okay, then we'll begin. He opened the briefcase and took out a black silk scarf and proceeded to blindfold her. You can take this off if you need to, darling, but I want you to focus on your other senses tonight. With that, he reached over to his cell phone and pushed send on the text he had typed earlier. It was a cue for the first visitor to arrive. Ella stood in the center of the room, anxious at what was about to happen, but excited nevertheless. She thought of this for many years, and finally it was happening. He had arranged it for her. She knew then how much she was truly loved. A soft knock was heard from the door, and he opened it. It was to let the guest enter. Ella, our first guest, has arrived. You will know him as Jonathan. Say hello. Hello, Jonathan, Ella stammered. He motioned the man to approach her, encouraging him to kiss her softly on the cheek. Ella brushed her hand against his arm and felt the soft cloth of his expensive suit. He smelt good, and she liked his soft, 
yet masculine voice. So far, so good. Over the period of 15 minutes, other men arrived, each greeting Ella with a soft kiss. They did not speak to each other. They were there for her, and they were clear on the roles they were to play. Ella relaxed a little, although the prospect of six men there for her was daunting. She was excited, and then he said it. I'm going to leave you now. I won't be far away, but this is for you, not me. They know what to do. She shuddered and bit her lip again. She hadn't expected this. Are you sure? She said. Yes, completely. I will have my fun with you later. With that, he turned and left. She was reassured to hear the door of the bedroom close behind him. He wasn't far away. Let us begin, said the man who had first arrived. We've been given our roles. We will carry them out and then leave. You won't hear from us again. He is close by and you are very safe. With that, he whispered into her ear. We are now going to take turns at undressing you one by one. Okay, I'd like that, she said shakily. The first man brushed Ella's cheek and swiftly moved around her back. She felt his fingers caress her upper back and work their way down to the zip on the back of the dress. He was confident. It was clear he had done this many times. He eased open the zip and slid the dress off her shoulders. The dress dropped to the ground and she stepped out of it, more by instinct than anything else. The blindfold was tied tight and she couldn't see a thing. The man returned to his place. She sensed they were in a circle around her. She was right. The next man stepped forward and told her to sit back on the coffee table. He guided her to the table, and she sat at the end of it. He knelt down and gently removed each shoe in turn, caressing her calves as he did so. She knew what he had meant about the senses, the touch, the sounds, the smell of the men. Denying her one of these senses simply heightened the others. The next man stepped forward and asked her to stretch out her legs. He slowly removed her stockings, the right one first, and then the left, carefully rolling them down her legs and caressing her thighs as he did so. She felt a gentle kiss on the inner thigh. She shivered but felt herself smile involuntarily. The ritual undressing continued, the next man removing her suspender belt and kissing her hip as he did so. This was followed by the removal of her bra, accompanied by the gentle licking of her left nipple and a playful blow on it. The last man slowly moved her g-string, pausing to kiss her just above the lips. Each man paused as he finished to whisper, Ella, you are beautiful. She tried to visualize the men. She wanted to rip off the blindfold and see for herself, but resisted. There were little cues in their voices and a brief touches they gave her. They were a variety of heights and ages. She was curious to see, but far more curious to see what was to come next. She stood before them naked and vulnerable, beautiful and powerful at the same time. She felt their eyes upon her, examining her, admiring her, wanting her. Her ears pricked at the sound of the music playing in the next door. He knew what was happening, and he had selected the music for the occasion to remind her that she was so dearly loved and to help her relax. Ella was relaxed. She was smiling to herself apprehensive but eager to see what was next. She felt a pair of arms pick her up. This man at least was as tall as her and strong. She felt good in his arms, safe and secure. He gently laid her back on the coffee table, gently letting her head down on the table last. The table was solid timber, perhaps walnut, slightly cold to the touch but substantial. The table supported her weight and would easily have supported another it was long enough so that just her calves and feet fell over the end onto the floor. The first man stepped back and was replaced by another, Jonathan, the first guest to arrive. He whispered gently in Ella's ear, We are now going to begin the next part of the evening. We are going to tie your feet to the legs of the table. 
securely, not too hard. I promise, if you feel unsafe or worried at all, we will untie you, but we want you to relax and give in to us for now. Do you trust us? Yes, I do. This is hard for me, but I trust you, she said. One ankle at a time, Jonathan proceeded to tie her ankles to the table legs. He used links of fabric, not silk, not as soft and smooth, but thicker and luxurious. He ran one of the cloth pieces over her thigh, and she shivered at the feel of it, loving the texture. She smiled and thought, he has planned this well. Ella was cutely aware that she was now naked and spread in front of six men who were complete strangers. She reached down to cover herself, but was met with resistance, Jonathan gently grasping her wrist and whispering, there's no need, you're perfect. Please, don't hide yourself. Ella let her hand fall and lay there knowing what they were thinking. She liked the thought of the power she had, tied, spread, and vulnerable, but knowing she held all the power, knowing every penis in the room was erect, knowing they all wanted her. Jonathan stepped back and made way for the next man. Ella, I'm going to tie your hands together and to the third leg of the table. Do you trust me to do that? You can ask us to untie you at any time, but we want you to submit to us. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am, she said more confidently now. She was aware of her erect nipples, the moisture welling inside her, the involuntary arch in her back. She wanted to be touched and satisfied now, but knew she had to wait. That would come. As he tied her hand back, she felt the brush of his skin. He was naked also. They had undressed as they were undressing her. She felt the hairs on his arm against her face, and as he was tying the knots, he had a clean, masculine smell. She loved it. Now, Ella, the fun begins. Those were the last words she would remember for some time. Two of the men stepped forward and knelt either side of her. She felt a pair of lips brush across her left nipple. They were cold and moist. The second man did the same. His lips were warm, almost hot. One clearly had ice in his mouth. The other had hot liquid, possibly coffee. They took turns alternating from nipple to nipple, hot, then cold, cold, then hot. Ella squirmed this felt good, too good in some ways. The men placed a hand on either thigh and held her against the table. Trust us, Ella. Relax and go with this. Ella's body was alive and tingling. This was driving her to complete distraction. She wanted to be free, to have one of those penises inside of her, to feel full. She knew that wasn't going to happen soon. She knew how he operated, that she would have to wait for that. She knew the journey would be worth it, but it would take time. She knew there would be surprises along the way. Two men withdrew. A third approached. What would come next? What did this man have in store for her? She felt the table settle with the weight of another body. He was on the table with her, his thighs straddling her waist. She couldn't see, but she knew his erect penis was inches from her lips. She lifted her head and extended her tongue, trying to taste it, but was throttled as he gently but firmly pushed her head back onto the table. Not yet, Ella. Later, perhaps. She felt the tip of his penis against her skin. He was lightly dragging the tip over her stomach and across her chest. It was hard and glistening with precum. Ella groaned. She wanted that inside her. He kissed her neck gently and left the table. There she laid, still vulnerable to them, wanting them as much as they wanted her, enjoying the power, enjoying their admiration, knowing she had their complete attention. She could feel the trail of moisture seeping from between her lips and moved down the table a little to spread wider, dragging her ankles off the floor and up to the table legs as far as the ties would allow, completely open to them, knowing that they were staring openly at her. She heard the telltale sound of hand on skin 
and knew that at least two of the men were masturbating, enjoying the sight and sounds of her, the aroma of her arousal. The last of the men came forward and knelt at the foot of the table between her bound ankles. Yes, she thought, my clit is aching. He reached forward and gently kissed her soft lips, pausing to run his tongue between them, slowly up and down, but refusing to go all the way to her clit, teasing her, making her wetter still. He gently kissed her thighs and stood up, backing away to the circle made by the others. By now, Ella was wetter than she could remember being ever. The sensory experience was wonderful. Every touch, every sound, every smell made her feel alive. Yet, there was one sense she hadn't experienced, the sense of taste. She wanted to taste them, one by one. She licked her lips in anticipation. She wasn't denied. Jonathan once again took the lead and stood behind her on the floor. Feet on either side of her reached forward, placing one hand on the table, then the other on either side of her hips. He slowly eased his hips down over her face, easing his penis closer and closer to her lips, brushing the tip against her lips. Ella knew instinctively what it was. Her tongue slid out and over the head of his hard, glistening, circumcised penis. The texture was like velvet. She tried to take him into her eager mouth. He resisted, pulling away the closer she got. She loved the taste of him, wanting more as he pulled away. Gradually, each of the men gave themselves to her, positioning himself over her hungry tongue, just enough to delight her, yet not enough to satisfy. Different positions, different angles, some cut, some not. Ella pleaded for more, but wasn't aware of the rules that had been set out. This was about taste only, just enough to make her want more. The different taste of each man, the shaved and unshaved, the different smells and textures, head, shaft, testicles, and fingers to suck on. By now, her body was aching for more. She pushed her hips further forward still, spreading her legs to show exactly where she wanted attention. When are they going to get to my cunt? Can't they see how bad I want it? She thought. She thought back to him in the next room, just for a fleeting moment. Rather than feel guilty, she was more turned on than ever. This man wanted her to experience this, to let go and be free with her sexuality, to fly uninhibited. At that moment, a voice whispered in her ear, You now have a choice to make, Ella. He gave us options. The only rule being your permission. Do you want to know what's next? Yes, yes, yes. She pleaded, hoping that at least one option involved someone's head, fingers, or penis between her legs, and soon. We're going to take turns in giving your pussy some attention, and giving you some more of what you just enjoyed. You happy with that? Ella grinned, and simply said, I want that now. He had planned this well. She didn't know where the next pair of hands, tongue, or penis was coming from, or who it belonged to. For what seemed like forever, she was licked and fingered, and presented with one penis after another, while hands touched her body, caressed her legs and breast, groped her butt, sucked on her fingers. She writhed in ecstasy, experiencing feelings she had never felt before. The nuances of taste and touch from man to man, the way one licked her compared to another, the one who knew just how she liked to be fingered. Slowly, as the men themselves got closer and closer to coming, they stepped back for leaving Jonathan to bury his tongue into her gaping pussy. He held her hips firmly to keep her still and drove his tongue in as far as he could, finishing by kissing her and having her smell and taste her own juices. She had fingered herself and tasted it once or twice, but that was different. 
The mix of sweat, saliva from the men, and her own juices was intoxicating. Ellen knew there was one thing she had told him she wanted more than anything else. Would they do that for her? Would they surround her and come over her? Would they do that with all those other men present? Would they be so turned on that they didn't care? Did she really have that much power over these strangers? Jonathan leaned over her to whisper again. By now, she knew his smell and knew he was close. Do you want it, Ella? Do you want that special thing you've never had, the thing you like to watch? Yes, I want it, Ella screamed back at him. I want it, and I want it one at a time. I want it on my breast, in my face, down my throat, and in my hair. So one by one, they took turns, looking down at her, tied to the table, spread wide and begging them each to come. They came, one by one, until they were all done. Ella loved the hot semen splashing onto her. She knew it was everywhere and she smelled of sex. The one place they didn't come on was her pussy. That was the place he liked to come. The last rule was just that, at the thought and wondered if he would do that for her when they returned home at the end of the evening. She listened as the men dressed, not bothering to shower, and began to leave. They left smelling of her, the scent of a powerful woman. They each said their goodbyes and left in almost the same order which they had arrived two hours earlier. Rob, first of all, thank you so much for this, Rob. It, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It, um, yeah, very, very hot. And I'm so glad that you guys got to live it. I would like to know that story. So if you feel like it, send it on in. One sentence, and it was actually referred to multiple times, and he touched on this. And ladies, did you catch it? Did you catch what he pointed out? throughout the whole story that he wrote for her that eventually they lived out. Did you catch it? It was up close to the beginning. It said he had arranged it for her. She knew then how much she was truly loved. For a man to say, okay, I'll give you what you want and let you explore this. That's amazing. Think of everything this man put aside for her. Think of every natural instinct that he had for her. If that's not embracing, embracing us, I don't know what is. He gave her and he set it up every detail. The one detail that he didn't allow, which is their rules, which is completely erotic and sensual and sexy as hell. The pussy was off limits. Could you do this with your partner? Could you give them their desires? Could you for one night set aside anything else and do it? Let her or him explore something they've always wanted to do. May it not be this. May it be cuckolding. May it be panty wearing. May it be, you know, tying up. May it be anything if you're going to tie him up, though, please know what you're doing. But still, sucking a cock, playing with another woman. What would you do? Because actually, that is, that's a big gift. That is a huge gift to say, let's explore this. I'm allowing you to explore this. And I trust you. And he did it in the most sensual, sexy way. I mean, I really, really want to be blindfolded. Really, really, really do. 
it's something that's on my bucket list. It, well, I've done it. It's but it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I would really love to do it again. So as in we all know I have a texture fetish. So as in my head, I could feel what she's feeling the cocks and the smells and everything I could put myself there. Did you? Ladies, did you do that? I don't know if I want six men though. I, I think if I wanted something like this, it'd maybe be two, maybe three, maybe. <laughs> it definitely wouldn't be six, but this is hers, not mine. And it's amazing. But ask yourself this, if you loved your partner so much and they talked about it and they said, I really want to do this. Could you give them that gift? Could you do that for them? Hmm. It's something to really reflect on, I think. Um, and it's okay if it's no. It's okay. It really, truly is. I'm not here to saying you're a bad person or um, a selfish person. But if it's an automatic no, what does it say about you? What does it say about you not willing to open your mind to maybe give them it to them in a different way? That mean you compromise in life daily. Why not this? Sounds like this was a compromise. She couldn't get fucked. But... She was allowed for them to come on her. She got to experience everything else. So why not? That was a compromise. And he gave in. And if that's not showing what a great boyfriend, partner, lover, you know, I don't know what is. And Rob, if you're single, ladies, that's a catch. (laughs) I think this is a great place to stop. Thank you again for joining me on this very special bonus episode. Remember, if you have any erotic confessions, words, hellos, even questions, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously again through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also drop me a note on Twitter or Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y 162. Again, confessions, questions, anything else. I do answer, by the way. It may take me a little bit, but I do answer. (laughs) And in closing, will you tie me up just like they did? Have me blindfolded and explore my body with your touch. Let me taste your fingers. Tease me with your cough. Trail your lips across my body and tease me until I can't take it anymore. I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.